Hey, it's Jennifer from the Honest Ugly Podcast, and the honest, ugly truth is that many of us are not living the life we truly want. As creative visionaries, we have dreams, ideas, and aspirations, but we rarely follow through on them. Let's stop procrastinating and doubting ourselves. In this podcast, we'll explore the real, raw truths behind the struggles of following through on our creative visions and uncover practical tips and strategies to help us take action and follow through on the good works we were created to do. We can experience the peace and freedom that comes with living out our creative potential and being more productive. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey guys, this is the second part of the mindfulness conversation. We started in episode 81. You can check that out if you want. In that episode, we talked about a few reasons why Christians might resist the practice of being mindful. Today, we're talking about the benefits of mindfulness and ways you can practice developing the habit of being fully present, fully aware, and fully engaged in the moments of your life. One of the primary benefits of mindfulness is that it helps us become more aware of our thoughts and feelings. When we're not mindful, our minds can wander all over the place, and we get caught up in the worries about the past and the future or maybe even the present. But God has already told us to take courage, to not fear, to not worry, but yet we continue to do so. And we have to ask ourselves the question, Is this because we want to stay in that chaotic place of fear and worry and stress and tension? Or is it because that has become our natural response to life? Is it that we don't even realize we're rejecting God's peace by not stopping to be aware? By not stopping and asking God to meet us in that place and shift us into a place of rest and trust? And that's what mindfulness does for us. It allows us to be aware of the thoughts and emotions that we have so we can invite God into that place so we can shift the atmosphere within us. By practicing mindfulness, we actually can learn to observe our thoughts without being swept away by them, without falling into this downward spiral of negative thinking, without getting caught up in just being all over the place. Mindfulness helps us gain perspective on problems and challenges when we can actually be aware of what we're thinking, of what the task is at hand, of what the challenges are in front of us that we need to handle well. And mindfulness reduces our levels of stress and anxiety. Now, who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want less stress? Who loves their anxiety and wants to stay functioning from that place? I don't really think any of you guys raised your hand on that one. Well, being mindful really does allow us to take our thoughts captive and make them obey truth. But when we aren't practicing mindfulness, we, we don't even, we're not even aware of our thought processes. We just let our emotions control our thoughts. Or yeah, we let our emotions be controlled by our thoughts instead of us controlling and subduing all those thoughts that keep us so dang stressed. But when we're fully present to what we're thinking, when we're aware of our thought processes, when we're able to ask questions about why we're thinking those thoughts, when we're able to reflect on why we think the way we do, guys, we can actually have the ability to change what we're thinking so we can grow. This is so empowering. We do not have to be controlled by our thoughts. 
we can control our own thoughts. We don't have to keep thinking the same thoughts that have always that we've always thought, the same thoughts that have kept us in a place of chaos and stress and negative patterns and limiting beliefs. But when we're not mindful, our thoughts just keep running like a freight train and we never rein them in enough to assess what they're doing to us. Now, besides reducing stress, mindfulness can also help us cultivate a greater sense of gratitude. I'm sure all of us here today could benefit from being more thankful. When we're mindful, we're actually more attuned to what's going on right now. We're attuned to the present moment. And we're able to take the light in the simple pleasures of life. We're actually able to appreciate the beauty of nature because we're not so hurried. We notice more things. We might pay attention to the warmth of the sun on our shoulders when we're outside. We might be able to taste our food better. We're able to love our family and friends more relationally, all because we're being fully present to the moment. Just recently, this week actually, two days ago, I was leaving the grocery store, pushing my little cart to the car, and I intentionally told myself, I am going to be fully present to this moment of pushing this cart to my car. I stuck my phone in my pocket and I grabbed onto that buggy handle and I did. I said it out loud. Well, like under my breath out loud, but I had to remind myself because remember my brain is like a pinball and it can get easily distracted. Guys, mindfulness is not easy for me, especially when there's a lot of outward visual distractions to catch my eye. So I have to be intentional about this. So there I am, I'm pushing my buggy, holding onto the handle and I'm saying, I am fully present to this moment of pushing this buggy. I am fully present to this moment of pushing this buggy. I am fully present to this moment of pushing this buggy. And when I got myself into that place of being fully attentive to what I was doing at the time, I noticed the most beautiful sunset. And all I could say was, thank you, God, for letting me slow down and notice your beauty. Y'all, being fully present to the moment invites us to notice more. It helps us hear what isn't being said out loud. It helps us see what can only be discerned with spiritual eyes. It helps us to know, to know things. Be still and know. There's a deeper knowing, a deeper everything when we practice being mindful and fully present all the time. Have you ever experienced that? Do you know what I'm talking about? Or is your life always this one hurried, chaotic mess that you can't seem to catch up to? I don't want to live in that place. I want to live in a place of peace and rest and contentment and joy. And not just moments of it, but a natural habit of every day that that's how I show up to life. And the way I grow in this is practicing mindfulness. Yesterday, my daughter and I went to a local candy shop and we purchased a few things. And I told her, I'm sitting there just savoring my piece of chocolate. And I told her... I really like spending money on expensive chocolate because when I pay that much for one bite, it forces me to slow down and savor. It invites me to notice. It causes me to take as long as possible eating that piece of chocolate because I want it to last. 
Now, because I don't know if it's the way my brain's wired or just because that's the way society is set up, but there is not a lot that forces me to slow down. We can get on that freight train and go as fast as we want to go, but that's not how we want to live life. We want to slow down and savor. And so I like things that force me to slow down and savor. A few years ago, I was on crutches for about eight weeks or so, and I was forced to slow down. And it really wrecked me out. Actually, I didn't realize how much my identity was wrapped up in being busy, but it forced me to slow down. And so now when I'm forced to slow down, it just makes me grateful because I know there is a deep richness when we slow down and we savor and we notice and we practice hearing. When I said that, when I said that to her, I'm sorry, my air conditioner just came off on and see, see guys, see how easily distracted I get. I'm trying to be fully present to this moment of recording this episode and the air conditioner goes off and my mind gets distracted. It is a struggle, guys. If you have that same kind of struggle, just know I see you and I feel that pain for you, but we can overcome. So back to this. When I said that to her, when I told her that I like being um, forced to slow down and savor it, I thought how valuable our life is and how expensive it was, the the price that, that was paid for us. When I think about that, it makes me want to slow down and savor the gifts I've been given. It makes me want to be intentional and make the most of every opportunity at hand. Because there's a richness in this life that we have to live and we miss it when we're not fully present, when we're not fully engaged. When we're thinking about what we're going to do 10 minutes from now, we are not able to give our full focus to right now. Even right now, you might be listening to this episode and you're totally distracted by something else. I'm certainly not shaming you for that. I mean, I just got distracted by the air conditioner. It is a hard practice to keep focused at the present moment. But I want to be intentional and I want to make the most of every opportunity and the only or the best, I don't know if it's the only, but the best way for me to grow in this habit is to practice being mindful and fully engaged and fully present. If you aren't practicing being mindful and fully present, man, I just want to encourage you today to do so. You will find joy you never knew was there to be found. You will see things you never saw before. You'll hear things you never heard. Like a whole new world opens up to us when we slow down and pay attention. Another benefit of mindfulness is that it it can improve our relationships with our other people. When we're mindful, we're more present and attentive to the people around us. We're better able to listen to their needs and concerns. We're actually more empathetic and compassionate. When I decide to be fully present when I'm with my daughter driving her to places, our relationship just has this deeper level of intimacy and conversation because I'm fully engaged. Now, this can help us build a deeper, more meaningful relationships with more than just our kids, with all the people in our circle of influence. It improves our interactions with coworkers, with friends, even with strangers. Because remember, if being present allows us to see what isn't shown and to hear what isn't said, can you imagine the amount of discernment you can hear in the Spirit when you approach another one of God's children? Because because their Spirit is resonating with the Spirit inside of you. 
He whispers into us things that we can only hear when we're practicing being mindful. So how can we start practicing mindfulness? There are very like, like lots of different techniques and approaches to practicing being mindful, but I'm just going to list you some that I've done over the years. And actually, without even realizing that I was practicing mindfulness, I think God put mindfulness into me way before it was even a thing. I, I think that's really how we're made. And I think he just called me to that those habits um, way before I even knew what it was. But one of the ways we can practice is meditating. So meditation, that can be a weird word for some people too. But remember, God's word says to meditate day and night. And I know we're to meditate on truth. We are to think on things that are true and noble and honorable and praiseworthy. But today I want you to consider meditation as also observing your thoughts through the filter of all things lovely and praiseworthy. So many, so many times we, we just ignore our emotions or we push them away. We don't let ourselves feel anything and we ignore our thoughts because they aren't noble and we judge and we shame ourselves because we should be thinking on good things, right? But how's that been working out for you? Because for me, I spent lots of years thinking on things that were God's truth, meditating on scripture, thinking on things that were true and lovely and noble and honorable. But deep inside, my heart had some opposing emotions up against those truths. My thoughts didn't change my emotions until I began to be honest with what was really going on inside of me. When we live at a disconnect, like our our mind is thinking on truth, but our emotions aren't lining up with that truth, there's this imbalance. There's this opposition of yourself. And you, you, you can't get into a place of peace and rest when you're in opposition like that. But when I began being honest with God about the thoughts I was observing in me, he was able to shift my belief. And I've been able to observe my thoughts now without judgment, without shaming myself, and just recognize that my thoughts are an invitation to talk to God about my beliefs, and especially the ones that aren't in alignment with the spirit who lives inside of me. A simple acknowledgement of that really does allow me to ask God to change my heart, to invite him into that. And I can rest knowing that he's going to do the work in me. He sees us through to completion. I don't have to strive. There's no more trying so hard. I just simply learn to be, to be still and know that he is God and he will see me through to completion and that he will bring to my awareness everything I need to observe. The spirit inside of us is like one of the things, one of the purposes of his guidance in our life is to lead us into all truth. And so we can be mindful of our thoughts and our emotions and what is surfacing up because that is an invitation to be aware of the truth we're not living in. I just want you guys to ponder that today. Okay, real quick, body scanning. Okay, sounds weird, I know. But this involves systematically focusing like purposely focusing on different parts of the body and observing any sensations or feelings and not judging them. Yes, yes, again, I know it's weird, but you people know what anger feels like in your body. You know what jealousy and judgment feels like. You probably know what comparison and embarrassment feels like in your body. You know that heat that rises up. You know how your chest tightens up when you're anxious and you are very aware of how your body feels when you're afraid. That's what I mean by body scanning. Be aware be aware, be aware of what your body is doing and what it's feeling. Don't judge yourself for feeling those emotions. 
Use them as the invitation to be in conversation with God about them. Just like we talked about a second ago with our thoughts. Example, I I don't know how many times I've said, God, I'm mad, I'm angry, but I know anger does not bring about the righteous life that you desire. I need you to meet me in this place, accept my honesty, and shift my heart towards peace. And he does every time. He's the one who sees us through to completion. We just have to do our part by being mindful and being aware and acknowledge with honesty what's going on inside of us. Another way we can practice being mindful is in our breathing. This involves taking deep, slow breaths and focusing on the sensation of the air moving in and out of our body. Now, this might be weird for you guys too, but I was forced into learning how to mindfully breathe when anxiety attacks had me hunched over on the floor thinking I might suffocate or die from a heart attack. I'm not even kidding you. I desperately was forced to beg God to help me, to be my very breath. And in those moments, he taught me to take deep breaths in while intentionally saying, I inhale peace. And then I would blow it all out, deep breaths out saying, I exhale anxiety. Over and over again, I had to do this until it became the natural thing I do when I start feeling tension rise up in me now. I inhale peace and I exhale anxiety. Anxiety. I am very mindful of my breathing and where my thoughts are leading me and focusing on inhaling peace and exhaling anxiety or maybe inhaling trust and exhaling fear or inhaling provision and exhaling scarcity. Whatever the negative emotion that is trying to set up camp in me, I don't allow it to stay there. I intentionally choose to set my mind on what's true, noble, positive, and life-giving. I don't, or I, ch- I try to not, <laughs> I choose not to give energy to those things that are going to cause me to not trust in what I know is true. Another pra- practice I like to do is mindful walking. Now, this involves walking slowly and just paying attention, being aware of your body and your senses, your sight, your touch, your sound, all the environment around you. I like to do this at nature preserves. I love it in the mountains. God always speaks to me in the mountains, on hikes, by bodies of water. I intentionally listen listen and look for the lessons God is whispering to me through His nature. Now, God's word says that wisdom is always calling out to us. And if we will accept the invitation to practice being mindful, I have no doubt that we will all begin to hear the invitation to to deepen our relational intimacy with the one who made us. He's calling out to us. He's inviting us to be aware, to listen, to be tuned in. Another way we can practice is mindfully daily eating. Now, this involves eating slowly and mindfully, paying attention to the taste, the texture, and the aroma of your food. I'm going to be honest with you. I really am not good at this mindful practice, but I am practicing it, and I am getting better about it. It's a really good practice because it involves all your senses and being fully present and allowing your body to just enjoy the nourishment God gives us through food, like his provision for us in that way. It's, it's a really good practice. Like I said, I'm not good at it, but I am getting better at it. So I really am practicing mindfulness in all areas of my life. When I'm feeding the dogs, petting them, listening to my kids, checking the mail, watching my son play baseball, driving my daughter to dance. I mean, just now I'm looking out my window and there is a cat creeping up on a squirrel. 
yep, now it's running after it. The squirrel made it to the tree. It's, it's okay. It's safe. No worries. But there's this delight when we learn when what, there is this delight that we learn when we're mindful and present in the moment. Because what that reminds me of is how God takes great delight in you, in me, in all of us. He rejoices over us with singing. He is fully aware of everything about us, every detail, every move we make, and He takes delight in us. That's how I want to be. I want to rejoice over things in my life with singing and delight. And I can only do that if I slow down and pay attention. What about you guys? Are you ready to practice being mindful? Just a quick recap before we wrap up. We can cultivate a greater sense of awareness and gratitude. We can reduce our levels of stress and anxiety. We can improve our relationships with others. Those reasons enough are a reason to be mindful. So whether it's taking a few deep breaths before a big meeting or practicing being mindful walking on your lunch break or simply taking a moment to appreciate the beauty of my flowers in my flower bed, mindfulness always helps me find greater joy, more peace, and contentment in my life. And it will help you too. Plus, it really does draw us into deeper intimacy with our Creator God. That is all I have for you today. If you would like an accountability partner to practice mindfulness, I am your girl. Shoot me a message if you're ready to exhale anxiety and inhale peace. As a personal life coach, I'm here to help you break free from the cycle of delaying your ideal life and to start taking action on your creative visions. If you want more accountability, practical tips, and challenges to help you show up to the good works you were created to do, be sure to follow my Instagram at jen.nifer.kindle. And as always, I encourage you to take action today, right now. Whether that means doing a headstand, walking your dog, or creating something new, do something. And be sure to tag me on social so I can cheer you on. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep creating, keep growing, and keep showing up for yourself.